there are men who are too busy to remember the true identity of the Jackal. There are men who have forgotten that new comics come out on Wednesdays. And then there's Adam Bernstein and Doug Bost. Men who should have better things to do, but aren't doing them right now. These are two grown-ass men. Grown-ass men. This podcast contains some factual inaccuracies that uh, we want to clear up in the spirit of full disclosure. We uh, are not using uh, reference manuals or, or books or uh, or Wikipedia as we record our Grown-Ass Men podcasts, but uh, after the fact, we have found that we were just simply wrong about some things. For instance, I believe in this podcast, uh, we referenced the Native American um, mutant right, in the superhero, X-Men. yes, and I think we called him Warpath, which is just really offensive, and it's, and it's offensive <laughs> that we would even think that that was his name, because obviously his name was Thunderbird. Obviously. <laughs> It's a bummer a that they better. killed him so early, yeah, too. he was dead. But So Warpath, I think, was his brother. He was his right? younger, brother, younger brother, and he was a New Mutants character. Okay. okay. Right. And we also were unclear whether Solomon Kane had his own book other than The Mark of Cain and Marvel Spotlight. I believe uh, The Mark of Cain was Marvel premiere. Uh, yes. And it Whoa, was... Yeah. Maybe Marvel in um, the like seventy six seventy seven. Mm-hmm. He had like a three or four issue run at least in Marvel Premiere. Uh, so I think that, but he has had a little bit of life in the comics. Besides right. that, I think he was in Savage, sort of Conan. Right. He's an old um, uh, invention of um, Robert E. Howard. Robert E. Howard. Yeah. yeah. Uh, always boring. Always a boring character, no, in my opinion. Like, I never was interested in, in Solomon Kane. Yeah, but artists like drawing him, so yeah, there were some the But he did have his own six-issue miniseries, which no one on the universe has ever read. No. Or mentioned. No. And nor, yeah. that's, or nor should they. Nor should they. <laughs> and I think uh, Captain Canada, who we mentioned... Who is Captain one of the Canada. lamest? It's like I don't know. It's like having Captain Greenland or something. It's just a terrible name for a hero. I never even heard of him. He's uh, he is a real uh, he is a real hero from the seventies, right? He was uh, Captain Canada debuted in 1979 in the Captain Newfoundland comic strip, which was published in a Canadian newspaper, the <laughs> Newfoundland, Newfoundland. Uh, Herald. So. Um, it gets no more boring than that, I yeah. think. Captain Canada, I'm sure that his adventures were just, you know, involved fishing, probably. So anyway, that's another editor's note uh, for our huge listener base. And If you uh, catch any other inaccuracies, let us know, and we will immediately award you a no prize. That's right. All right. Very good. <laughs> This is a podcast created by two men who shouldn't care about the Silver Surfer anymore. Men with too many responsibilities as adults to spend time talking about the Kree-Skrull War. Men who 
shouldn't be able to remember who the dread Dormammu is. Ah, the dreaded Dormammu. Or the difference between Moon Knight and Moon Dragon, and yet we do. We are grown-ass men yes, who know these things. Grown-ass men. And this is the podcast where we talk about these things. Good. Well, this is our second episode. I'm Adam Bernstein. I'm Doug Bost. And, uh, okay, good. So, uh, we're, I think, going to be talking about B-list uh, Marvel superheroes. Some of them not even quite heroes. Anti-heroes. Weird. What are they, some of them? They're I mean, so of course there's Spider-Man. There's the Fantastic Four. There's Daredevil. There's Iron Man. Those are like the... Those are That's the royalty up yes. on Mount Captain Olympus. America. Those are the those are the guys. A Hulk. I'm surprised Black Widow <clears throat> has become that. That just so, shows the strength of the movie cuz Black Widow was really a B list hero. She was heroine rather. She was, but there weren't many more interesting female characters than her. I heard an interesting thing just Whedon, I'm going to misquote him a little bit, but somebody was asking him why there aren't more women in the Avengers. And right. he said, well, honestly, the X-Men have all the good female characters. Ah. Which is kind of true. Like, all the all the women in the X-Men are good. Yeah. Like, they're, they're all Storm and Kitty Pride. Those are all interesting. Yeah. And a lot of those came later. Right. You know, I mean, the second coming of the X-Men was just like Blue Marvel open. Yeah. You know, that's a great thing. But I really loved all the weird characters from the 70s. And some reason I gravitated toward... I loved Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider, like, you know, had a dark kind of bio. And his family was bikers in the circus, I think. Yeah. And, like, somehow, I think in order to save his father's life... I hope I'm right about this. Johnny Blaze. Johnny Blaze. In order to save his father's life, he sold his soul to the devil. I just remember reading that. I think it's Marvel Spotlight 5. (laughs) I'm not sure it's Marvel Spotlight 5. I think it's Marvel Spotlight 5. Yeah. It is Marvel Spotlight 5. All right, it is. But, uh, (laughs) all right, editor's note. Um, I just was so spooked out by that when I really saw that as a kid. You know, I loved how he could go straight up a wall with, with his, his bike. bike yeah i loved the um i loved the trail of fire that would go behind him and different artists handled him very differently like yeah. he he was like there was one artist who uh was so very exacting and made him you know almost look like like uh, Terry Austin's, maybe it was Terry Austin who drew that seems, him. He seems a little late for <clears throat> what I remember as most of the early Ghost Riders, which is what I knew. Yeah, that, I liked the Terry. I I, I liked. He was, was Terry a great Austin. anchor. Oh, he was so awesome. I mean, I guess we're gravitating towards those X Men books. Yeah, I guess we are. You know, and he was so. I mean, that stuff is just beyond great. All that, the. The second coming. I don't know what people call it in the comic book world, but yeah, no, it's the second. It's after John size X Men one. It's the second phase of X Men when they become uncanny and right. Yeah, I liked it, and Cyclops had a much better visor 
It was oh, much more. Everything hit. was better. But they introduced a few characters. Now we're off on a whole different yeah, subject. Well, we talk so, about the X Men. So but they introduced a few characters that just didn't make it at all. Actually, they they've always done that. The like X Men. Who? who do you think? Always Banshee. In, well, Banshee. I didn't mind Banshee, but didn't they have one who was like a Native American, who was Warpath? Warpath. Okay. Yeah, he died very early. He on. was lame. He was terrible. <laughs> he was lame. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But they always do that. Poor like, then they would invent, you know, in the '80s they came up with the New Mutants and they had Cannonball and they're all they're all sucked. They were all just terrible characters. I I bought a lot of New Mutants, but and I think would, I just know, was a completist. I would buy everything. Yeah, I could never read them all. It was too much to read them all. Well, it got to be too much in the '80s. But when when I was really collecting in the '70s up to like '80 or something like 84 that was my that was my my wheelhouse uh, right. that uh i read everything i read every book that i got yeah and i and for those minor characters i loved marvel two and one yes. and i loved marvel team up right because those were chances for minor characters to show up and share the spotlight with either Spider-Man or The Thing. Right. So Spider Marvel t- every episode, every issue of Marvel Team-Up was Spider-Man and somebody else. Well, those and sometimes books, yeah. it was Spider-Man and somebody famous, like it would be Spider-Man and Daredevil. But it, I don't remember if it was ever Spider-Man and Iron Man. But Spider-Man and Black Widow. Or it would be Spider-Man and Moondragon. Right. You know, somebody who just could not get their own right. comic book in any way. Yeah. Moon but Dragon they... is a funny character. Bald, <laughs> green outfit. Yep. Can you stump me with a minor character? Can you Off the top of my head, probably not. But <laughs> you it's funny when we've talked about this before you always mention Kill Raven. It's like how do you even like remember Kill Raven? I don't know. For some reason Kill Raven really sticks with me. He's, I don't even know what he is. He's like a he's How about like Mark a... of Cain? Do you remember Mark of Cain? Oh, the Mark of Cain. I do sort like of remember Solomon the Mark Cain. of Cain. There was only a couple issues. He never got his own book. He was always Not that in I know of. Tales to Astonish or something like that, right? No, he was in Marvel um, Spotlight. Marvel Spotlight. Marvel Spotlight. Yeah. Howard Chaikin did it. Sure. Who's Mark still doing Kane. books that are basically porno right now. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. I, you just kind of feel bad for Howard Chaykin. <laughs> he really is. <laughs> He's into just drawing porn. Uh, okay. I also like Deathlock. Death I Lock, loved Deathlock. Deathlock is a really bad hero. Like, you know, He's you not even a imagine, hero. What is he? It, you imagine those guys in the Marvel bullpen. They... They can only do so many stories with Captain America. Yeah. They have to come up with new characters like Moon Knight or right. something like that. You know, somebody else, yeah. some other B list son of Satan. And they also did all these <laughs> characters in the seventies to capitalize on fads. Right. You know, sure. so there was the uh not only was there Shang Chi Master of Kung Fu, uh, which I think we both love, yeah, but also there was wasn't it like the Brotherhood of the Dragon? I loved Luke Cage. Oh, I love Luke Cage. Yes, you're right. And I think it's I think the writers at Marvel love Luke Cage. You know, the whole thing, you know, of him being this total street guy who became like 
Did, how did they become him? Did they inject him with something? I don't know. I don't know. But I love the idea that he's a hero for hire. That he sets up his own uh, right. storefront. And people come in and hire him to help them with their problems. He's they like gave the tiara, though, which really, I felt like, diminished his <laughs> power. And then they started to call him Power Man. Yeah. The freaking tiara. What was up with that? Oh, what about some some super B-list teams? The Defenders? Uh, the Invaders? Oh, the Invaders. The Champions? Do you remember the Champions? Yes, the Champions that had Hercules in them. Yeah, Hercules, Black Widow, uh, Ghost Rider. Um, <laughs> that was a crappy team. Terrible they team. Couldn't, they couldn't fight their way yeah. out of a paper Hercules bag. Hercules and Ghost Rider, like... Why, why would no they ever be? There's no place to meet no, ever there. At Who all. else was in the champions? I don't. I don't remember. Well, we there were talking about the invaders, in and I what I remember weren't the invaders basically the early Marvel Captain America and Human Torch coming back to life. But it was also, I think, Captain America teaming up with overseas heroes right oh, so it's like, like captain, captain britain captain britain but there's also there's captain britain and then there's <laughs> union jack yes union jack and then there's captain canada or whatever captain <laughs> canada like captain canuck or what north star what right well, north star was a not an <laughs> x-men but like he was alpha flight yes yes north isn't star was he an the alpha first flight. openly gay superhero Yes, we all knew it. It's no, it was not a surprise to anybody. <laughs> we all knew it. Only Professor X was the only one who had no gaydar on that. The oh. Defenders were always a drag. Nighthawk, remember Nighthawk? Oh, Nighthawk. He was a really lousy hero. Yeah, you know, he was terrible. The, and early on, it had the Hulk in it. I think the Defenders. I think it did. They were and just Valkyrie. How am I saying say Valkyrie. Valkyrie. Oh yeah, Valkyrie. Very good. They're, they were just lucky to have the Hulk involved with yeah. their team at all. That was a weird, weird... The Defenders is a weird team. Yeah. I thought I heard it was going to be a Defenders movie. Well, there's going to be a Defenders TV show. Oh, a Defenders and, TV and show. And I can't wait. I think it's going to be great. Because they're they're taking... Well, Netflix is doing the thing where they're taking Daredevil, Power Man, Iron Fist... And uh, Jessica Jones and bringing them together as the Defenders. Oh my God, it's gonna be that's great. gonna be incredible. I loved <clears throat> Daredevil, the show. If you are out there and you're listening to this, I, I also love Daredevil, the yeah. show, until the end. I didn't like the very last couple episodes. No, but uh, if you're out there and you're listening to this podcast, Mary, <laughs> <laughs> do you have a favorite? B level or perhaps D E or F level superhero. Yes, especially let us know. Especially this. a Marvel one. Let us know. Oh, we didn't even talk about Omega. Oh, Omega. We're, we're gonna do a whole whole other show on Omega. Just on the Omega. Unknown. I'm yeah. gonna read the whole catalog of Omega. I'm gonna make, take notes. We're gonna talk about Omega. That's gonna I'm be gonna our next show. Interview all the artists and writers, uh, even the letterers. Yes. Yeah, so thank you, everybody. I'm Adam Bernstein. I'm Doug Bost. Thank you for listening to Grown Ass Men.
Jasmine.